0: What's up, nerds? We are your hosts. I am Jake. And I'm Chad. This week we are sponsored by Ray's Energy Drinks. Wheel. We are also sponsored by <laughs> Crybaby <laughs> Craig's Hot Sauce. <laughs> this, this we'll! <week, laughs> this week we are going to be talking about episodes 4 and 5 of Titans Season 4? Season 4, yeah. Season 4, streaming on HBO Max.
1: We will also be talking about black Adam, and the guardians of the galaxy holiday special so let's get into it this is the all things nerd podcast
0: Welcome back, nerds, to the All Things Nerd podcast. Your weekly dive into all things nerd. Um, Chad, Chadley, Chadwell, how was your week? Well, Chadwell is not fitting because Chad is not <laughs> well. Um, other than the
1: past couple of days, my week was pretty good. I mean, yeah, didn't do much. I mean, worked, but then you know, had Thanksgiving at your place, which was a lot of fun. Um. It was it was nice to have some place to go and have a big yeah. family gathering, family holiday, even though not related to anyone there, but it was still fun for me. <laughs> well,
0: uh, you know, there's the family you choose and yeah, you know. That whole spiel. So however I, we it were does. we were glad to have you. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh there's some veg lots of vegan options. Oh, we so got good. drunk. Yeah yeah (laughs) and then the vikings won
1: the vikings won uh and then i woke up friday uh thinking that it was just allergies from i mean we spent most of the time out in your garage and Mm -hmm. there was so many people in the kitchen that actually brought food that i just kind of hung out in the garage with uh mike for most of that time leading up to dinner and then watching football so i thought like Combination of just, like, being out in colder uh, space for a while. And then, you know, uh, I'm allergic to cats, and you guys have a cat. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. That was... We do not have a cat.
1: (laughs) Well, you guys live together, and the cat cat. is there.
0: (laughs) I fucking hate that cat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I woke up thinking it was a combination of hangover and allergies i even texted you i was like my allergies are going crazy and i blame the cat yeah uh it was not allergies it's full-blown aids yeah i'm sure the beginning of the day was hangover as well but (laughs) uh i'm hiv positive about that (laughs) (laughs) only because you said the AIDS joke um no and it just kept getting worse and worse and then I developed a fever, a really bad cough, uh, <clears throat> this is the best that my voice has sounded since Friday, it's, it's been rough, it's not great, cotton. But the, the miracle of Dayquil and Mucinex and Vicks Vapor Rub and all the other over the counter drugs have allowed me to survive. Kind of. sure yeah <laughs> uh what about you how was
0: your week pretty pretty uh, pretty uh you know uh thanksgiving uh-huh. i was I... <laughs> uh thanksgiving was a lot of fun uh we were happy to have you here we had some friends and family over it was a good time uh vikings won like you said um Chad got sick. Can't wish for anything better than that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Such a dick. Uh, no, uh, today I did go take some pictures. Uh, th- since the pandemic started uh, a few years ago now, um, when we were on lockdown, my cousin and her husband, uh, I won't say their names, but they had their first first, and only so far child. Um And they weren't able to get Christmas pictures with Santa because of lockdown. So I was like, okay, I'll buy a Santa suit online. And I did that. And since then, I have been Santa every year for everybody's kids. Uh, And so I went to take pictures today. uh, for Because they want to do a Christmas card. And they want to make sure the cards get done before Christmas. So suited up. This morning, and went and took pictures, Um, and so far, this is year number three now, uh, my niece has been so terrified of me as Santa Claus that she, the first two years, she just bawled her eyes out, which was cute and blah, blah, blah. Uh, Today, she cried so hard that she vomited. Uh, Not on me, luckily. Uh, She vomited on her dad, but she was hysterically crying And they put her, uh, you know, on my lap. And I'm just like holding this kid who was just like struggling to get off of me. And I'm just like, just take the picture. Take the picture. (laughs) Don't. You sick fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to say anything. (laughs) Uh, It was, it was, uh, it was bad. She, she cried. Like I said, she cried so hard she threw up. Uh, It was, it was brutal. (laughs) <laughs> that story
1: it, gives me as much joy As watching videos of children Falling off of bikes <laughs> Yeah
0: I literally was like Pictures are done I'm, Don't bring her in here I'm gonna change I had like shorts and a t-shirt On underneath the Santa suit So I just like took everything off And was like hey Uncle Jake's here And then she cried again because, yeah, well, But I don't vibe very well By the sounds of it she <laughs> just doesn't like
1: you <laughs> and then you you show up to her house once a year dresses the thing that she hates more than you
0: well the funny her my my cousin was saying that she was like excited about like they were talking about Santa coming over and she was like excited and then when, like we got there she uh, they were like Santa's here and she like ran to the window and was like Santa's here it was like excited the second i came in it was like hi she was like ah! <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. That's so great. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: Am I supposed to say something more? No, no, no. <laughs> you like paused and no, I was like, shit, did I I'm just trying
1: that? not to die. Uh,
0: we'll do the bots <laughs> thing. Yeah. So
1: <laughs> we still have uh, about another week left. Uh, we'll probably leave it up for an extra week or so uh for when this episode comes out uh you still have a chance to purchase some one-of-a-kind artwork uh from some incredible artists from our collaboration with the battle of the sketches uh Mm -hmm. and it's a great way to support local artists or not local artists they're from all over the world but some incredible artists and also, at the same time, you'd be supporting uh, local comic book stores uh, in the Twin Cities where we're located, because that's that's our home
0: base. I will definitely be purchasing something from them. I know you did already, correct? Yep, I did already. And uh, coming soon.
1: Coming soon. We we worked out <laughs> something, uh, so you know, I'll I'll actually be getting the print and uh, hanging it. And then we work something out with him so that we can use that piece because we were the inspiration uh for the actual artwork, so we're going to be making some merch. Uh and it all yeah. looks great. It's, Dad sent
0: it all over to me today and it looks it's fantastic. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so
1: we're gonna have some uh an artist collection of merch coming mm-hmm. out soon, which will be pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: so, so happy about it. <laughs> but yeah, go check it out. It's on our website. It's Uh where you can buy some, some awesome one-of-a-kind prints.
0: Go buy something. And I personally, if you live in Minnesota, will meet up with you and buy you a beer or two or three. I will hold Dep- myself to that.
1: Depending on how far of a drive it is, same's.
0: Go buy something and we'll take you out. That's fair. Any whoosies, uh, let's go ahead
1: and get into sponsor number one because we're talking about a few things today. Uh, so we don't want to take up a ton of your time. Uh, sponsor number one this week is Ray's Energy Drinks. Uh, it's a fantastic energy drink. It goes on practically anything. Uh, it, <laughs> You're an <idiot>. It <laughs> pairs with practically anything. Is that better? Uh, no, it's, uh, zero calories, zero sugar, and zero crash. Uh, listen up, learn how to save 15%. If energy drinks aren't your thing, they have a lot more to offer. So still listen up. and We'll be right back with you to talk about Titans.
2: What's up nerds. I wanted to take a minute and talk to you about Ray's energy, an incredible energy drink that provides max energy with zero crash. Ray's energy takes a giant leap of faith with instilling a high quality formula to bring a powerful, yet sustained, energetic experience to help you push your workouts and focus to the next level. Perfect for anyone at any time, empowered by their Refresh Formula technology, Raise Energy delivers a performance enhancing energy drink that aids in multiple different categories that include targeted focus, better recovery time, improved clean energy levels, and a boost in stamina and hydration. But most importantly, Every can of Ray's Energy has absolutely zero calories, zero sugar, and zero carbohydrates to give you a smarter and healthier option. So don't settle for an energy drink that contains more sugar and carbohydrates than you can count. Instead, head over to repsports.com, that's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S dot com, and use the promo code NERDPODCAST at checkout for 15% off your order. Or if you don't know what you want, go ahead and click the link that's in the description for, to get a $50 sample pack for free. All you do is you cover the cost of shipping. Again, make sure you use promo code NERDPODCAST at checkout to let them know that we sent you.
0: All right, we are going to talk about episode 4 and 5 of Titans, now streaming on HBO Max. Uh, before we start this little segment here, if you haven't watched it um Check out, check back in with us. Spoiler alert. We're gonna talk about it. So uh t- between these couple episodes, a lot of a lot of cool shit happened. There was a lot of cool shit that a lot happened. Of dark stuff too.
1: Dark, I, yeah. I like how dark this season is.
0: Yeah, it's kinda it's kinda wild actually. I remember watching episode <coughs> one of the episodes. We won't whatever. But I mean Someone gets decapitated with a chainsaw. And it's not like a quick, like, Hugh! it's like, a, and like blood's going everywhere. And it's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's it's, this, that's one of these episodes. I think that's episode four. That is one of these episodes. I just didn't want to say which episode it was oh. out of the two, because we're kind of just talking about the two episodes, not necessarily in order. I, but see, yeah. I see. Yeah, yeah. But yeah it's I mean this season is it's it's all circling back to Trigon, which is the villainish and the organization uh that's what they're called the organization that works for trigon uh were the bad guys in season one, so now in season four we're kind of circling back to trigon, yeah, yeah, which is was. Uh, Imprisoned in Rachel's forehead Her father's jewels Tink tink On her forehead Dead But now it has been Removed And she's happier And her hair is white I don't know what that has to do
1: with it Because like her hair wasn't white Before Yeah Don't get me wrong It's fine (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, but so they they find out that uh <clears throat> the the cult like Trigon's cult the organization. Yeah, the organization, but also in the comics it's Church of the Blood.
0: Church of the Church, Blood.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um survived cuz they like burned it down in the first season.
0: Mhm.
1: Yep. Uh, but now there's a super mega mart or something like that. Basically, a Walmart super center mm. uh, is now sitting over that place. But underneath, there's still remains. Yeah. And there's I don't know if zombies is the right word. Yeah. But they're like mind controlled
0: people, like mega, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keep the shirt if you're on Insta or not Insta. Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> you did that all of last episode too. I love it. Yeah, because uh, now you know we're on Insta and um, and YouTube, YouTube. So yeah, yeah. Check them both out. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Uh, it is. It's uh It's. It's an intense scene, but it's also like. Fuck this season's gory, dude. (laughs) Yeah, there's like I said, there's a head removed with a chainsaw, and it is gnarly. We also get a really cool zombie. Yeah, we get Deathstroke zombie, zombie Deathstroke, zombie Deathstroke. I think they even say that they're like, ah, it's zombie Deathstroke, and they all like all run away. (laughs) It's pretty funny. At one point, (laughs) time is it. Was it Connor? Someone like removes Deathstroke's head. Connor, yeah, he punches him so hard in the face that his head just like flies off his body. And then the body picks the head back up and just sets it. Fucks it on, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, sets it on, back on his shoulders. Yeah, yeah, shoulder fucks it. Different, that was a different. That was a different movie I watched. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch Zombie Strippers again? No, there is a movie called High Tension. Has nothing to do with anything we're talking about right now. First one minute of the movie sets the tone. Anyways, back to uh, (laughs) back to it. (coughs) But that's that's the scene. By the way, a a head gets ripped off and then. Oh, it's a trucker getting a blowjob from somebody, uh, and you don't really see anything other than like him like leaning back and getting a blowjob. And then when he's done and, like, he's like, oh, uh, and that like comes in her mouth, uh, he just takes the head and throws it out the window and drives off. So there was no girl. He was just, like, fucking the a head. decapitated head. Yeah,
1: Gnarly. Yeah, there's the Super opening gross. scene. <laughs> Super gross. Well, this is... Still not safe for work, but in different reasons. This is just bloody and gory and violent, mm. not mm. necrophiliac. Um, yeah. Kidding. Sorry. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> There's
0: no necrophilia so far. We're only on episode five.
1: Yeah. Uh, but the Deathstroke zombie uh, stabs Connor. Mm. Oh yeah, with like a, like
0: a, witchy blade. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's
1: not kryptonite, but it's he still He his
0: put his snake up in him. He did put a snake up in him. Mhm, mm-hmm. a big snake, real good snake. Mhm, messed up his. He felt it up in his guts. I think. Yeah. Sorry, mom. Well, <laughs> 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 we'll we'll
1: get up in Connor's guts later. <laughs> uh, not sorry, Mom. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, they're they're trying to escape this entire thing. Like Jake said, there's heads getting lopped off with chainsaws. Rachel's the one that's doing it now because she doesn't have her magic, so she can't really combat it. So she's like, oh, this chainsaw will do because they're in a Walmart super center. So they're mm-hmm. like, <laughs> Next to the baby formula, of course there's chainsaws. Yeah, perfect. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Conveniently charged batteries, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it might have been gas-powered and just already oh, fueled. Yeah, just already fueled.
0: There was a, kind of an annoying part for me. Um, after probably like a five-minute like fight scene with these zombies and whatever, Jinx is like all right, enough of this. And she's like, Hua! and like breezes all the zombies. And she's like, I can hold them for a little while and then we can escape. And it's like, why the fuck didn't she do that five minutes ago? Yeah. Like What the fuck are you doing? Uh, but yeah. So anyways. Uh, yeah.
1: But they also, and then she needs time to like recharge that ability yeah and then that's uh, after that then that's how they defeat uh the deathstroke Deathstroke. zombie yeah and did she or did she i remember that she like grabs his gun to like keep it as a trophy and like bring it with did she actually keep it
0: she kept it yeah she did because even dick says like oh i see you have his gun and she's like yeah you know when she gets in the car with him, but yeah, she. That's right. Yeah, pretends to be that. They're after Sebastian, who we talked about already, and uh, she pretends. She uses magic to make herself look like Sebastian. Zombie Deathstroke grabs her, inappropriately, and she's like, "Haha, More appropriately." I'm not. I'm not Sebastian. I'm Jinx. And then she like pokes him in the eye, and he dies. And she's like, "I like your gun. I'm gonna take it."
1: Well, she's like, "I'm Jinx, you owe me a Coke," and then,
0: uh, <laughs> and then pokes him in the One, eye. What do they for that? <laughs> yeah, uh, basically the the this this bitch, the evil bitch, who is Mother um, Mayhem. Sebastian's mother is using, not only controlling. Uh, the zombies and zombie death stroke but she's also using zombie death stroke to see what the titans are doing and so Jinx is like looking at him and she's like hmm there it is camera or whatever and she sticks him in the eye and he dies. Oh that's right there was a camera. And that's why she was that's why she the the one chick like freaks out because she can't see anymore. So it was cool. Jinx is I have a feeling, before this season over, that Jinx is gonna f- fuck the team over. Yeah? Pretty sure, yeah. I actually thought she did it in this season, in this episode. Um, when she was in the... She, like, ch- transformed back into Jinx. I thought she was gonna be like, hey, I'm not him, but, like, I wanna, like, go with you. But she didn't do that. But I do... She she has an ulterior motive i promise you
1: my thought on it is that she i mean she probably does still have an ulterior motive but i don't think that she's actually going to fuck over the team i think she's going to die i right,
0: mean that's fine too
1: yeah she... cuz other than like th- our introduction to her in the third episode she's been very helpful cause yeah. like even though she's a magic user herself she even says that like this is a different <clears throat> kind of magic it's a, it's a darker type of magic I think that
0: she's gonna be overwhelmed and die mm. see I think she's gonna get tempted by like learning how to do that kind of magic mm. and have more power and she's gonna be like okay bye fuck you guys Interesting. We'll see. It's just sure. a theory, but Jinx is not necessarily a good guy, so I think Yeah. I think she's going to fuck them over at some point. That's fair. Be my guess. She's had been helpful, but she's also turned Corey to stone. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't think yeah. she is she almost tried to get Dick killed. I yeah. don't know. I
1: mean, you're not wrong on those two things, but then in episode five, I mean, she's very helpful with, cause so after they, they leave Walmart, uh, <clears throat> they go to star labs. Cause basically the, the blood moon, the red moon has risen. The prophecy is that while well, the blood moon is in the sky, all this shit comes to pass. Sebastian's going to destroy the world. So they're like, well,
0: Let's just keep him hidden until the blood moon's done. And then... Which I I think the fairy book, the fairy tale book is kind of cheesy. There's like a, it's a prophecy, but it's like a children's like book depicting what's going to happen to everybody. And it's like, "Eh, it's kind of dumb. But anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think that... Mm. See my thought was that <laughs> <coughs> my thought was th- that even with the prophecy of like oh the the blood moon like that that was just like symbolism and they're mm-hmm. literally like oh there's a red moon in the sky that happens only so often so like we just have to like outlive the night yeah and then it turns out that that doesn't fucking matter
0: yeah um, the red sun rises Blood has been spilled this night. Yeah.
1: And they're taking the Hobbits to Isengard. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, anyways, they they go to Star Labs. And that's kind of where episode four ends. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, Well, yeah, yeah, yes.
1: No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, Connor does. Throw up a snake. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is gross. He
0: liked it. Maybe. His gag reflexes, on the other hand, not so great. (laughs) (laughs) He's new to it. Give him time. Uh, (coughs) Try a smaller snake.
1: (laughs) Uh, Speaking of snakes... uh, one of the funniest moments of episode five, <clears throat> in early 2000s, or like mid-2000s, uh, pop culture reference was used in this episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where Jinx is like, this magic is beyond me with all these snakes, I'm going to have to consult a, a professional, and everyone's like, John Constantine? And she's like, no, Samuel L. Jackson.
0: It was just a snakes on the plane. got these joke. motherfucking snakes off this motherfucking plane.
1: <laughs> it was funny. It was it. hilarious. <laughs> but the my favorite part about it was that, uh, that Dick, Coriander, and the Star Labs technician were the only ones that got the joke, because mm-hmm. everyone else is like too young to have like seen that movie, because yeah. it wasn't a good movie to begin with. Yeah. But. Yeah. It's yeah. Fair. <laughs> so, like, the the younger people on the team didn't catch the snakes on a plane reference. <laughs> Just watch, <sighs> watch you try and fix your hair from a website like perspective. Straight up. <laughs> I know. It was wild.
0: <laughs> uh. Anyways, yeah. Uh, uh, Connor. So it turns out the stab wound from witchy bitch, uh, kind of not only made Connor, uh, like sick and throw up snakes, but she also has kind of control over him now. Yeah, um, yeah. it's it gets it gets weird. He is terrifying. Mm. When he
1: has no sense of morality, yeah. Because it, I mean, it's <clears throat> it's been the argument for so so long, both in the nerd culture and in like side things. Like, what if Superman wasn't good? Mm-hmm. I mean, we even got that film, Brightburn.
0: Brightburn. We've had uh, Ultraman. We have the boys. Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. Like, and he's just so indifferent in this episode because he is possessed and there's nothing they can do about it.
0: Well, there is. There's kind of a cool part where earlier in the episode, Jinx says to Connor that Superman is scared of magic. And Connor is like, Superman's not scared of anything. You don't know what you're talking about. And Dick is like, No, Superman's scared of magic. And after Connor is now, he he's like possessed or whatever. And he kind of flies off the rails and starts attacking Dick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Grow up. You child uh, jinx. Basically. I mean, she just knocks him out like cold and she was yeah. like, okay, well that's going to last a couple minutes, but we got to restrain him. And then they put like kryptonite handcuffs on him basically and tie him to a bed. And then they attack Dick and uh <laughs> no I <I'm> kidding just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. but no that. so it, it and this is a big thing in like uh the comics the cartoons uh smallville uh everything superman is that superman is almost invincible other than kryptonite and magic magic is one thing that can hurt superman uh so it, it was really interesting to me that they brought it up in this and then also used it on Connor to show that magic is something that, uh, Kryptonians can't fight. Yeah. It was cool. It was cool. I It was a little, it was a small scene, very small plug. Uh, but I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. It was cool.
2: And.
1: <clears throat> Sorry. At some point in time, even though Connor threw up the snake, the snake got bigger and mm-hmm. then crawled back inside of him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which is gross. Cause then he's like, uh, pregnant. Yeah. What? Oh, <laughs> I can't think of the who, who's baby. It's an old school, like horror film where it's someone's, someone's baby. I can't think of the the mother's name. Uh, but she basically, rosemary's baby rosemary's baby thank you uh,
0: I, f- I was like what are you talking
1: in, about? in my head all i wanted to say was like rosario and then i was like that's uh-huh. not right and then i was like dawson i was like that's the same person uh <laughs> like but <laughs> I was like, thank you <laughs> yeah uh but it's infecting him it's killing him really uh basically so that Mother Mayhem can have full control over Connor's body.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So Gar literally
0: transforms into a virus. Which is dope. Cause this is like the smallest, like he's never done this before. Yeah, he turns so... into
1: like a goop droplet of a virus. Yeah. And then they sprinkle like a magic blue ash that was
0: the yeah
1: yeah that would break the curse Mm -hmm. but the virus was how they
0: they needed a way to like transport it to Connor yeah Yeah. so he turns into a little tiny little thing he said theoretically uh as long as it has DNA I can turn into it which was cool but the, his coming back from it scene was probably, like, the cooler part for me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because
0: they
1: basically just, like, put a sample of the the virus in a big goop tank. Yeah. Uh, and Gwyneth Paltrow was so excited that they were finally using her vagina goop uh, products. They, made,
0: they lit some candles and... Uh... <laughs> made from the same goop. <laughs> <clears throat> and <laughs> sorry, that's so gross. Oh, don't be it's fucking funny. We're funny, <laughs> damn it. You'll know soon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Gar transforms back into himself, and it was pretty cool, though. Yeah, uh, and then Connor s- throws up. The snake, yeah. Like... again, <laughs> yeah. It's like he a dog gotta... that it's like a dog that throws up and then eats the throw up and there's like, no, that's not good. And throws up again. I know that dog.
0: She's upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, and then Tim kills they... the snake.
0: Ah, oh, which is just so dumb. They're just yeah. being dumb with this guy. I want. Here's the thing. I like Tim Drake. Uh, I love the character. Comics, cartoons, everything. They are not making me feel happy about this character so far. He's kind of a whiny
1: little bitch. Yeah. There are things that I'm enjoying about Tim Drake that they're at least staying true to the fact that he is not straight.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: they haven't <clears throat> said it outright, but I mean with, cause we only see him do, you know, a couple of training sessions with mm. the bow staff in yeah. the, like in the comics, like he's a prodigy with a, the, with a the bow staff. So it would make sense that he's picking things up quickly and learning how to fight with it very easily, but they haven't like explained it. Yeah, we've gotten like one training sequence, and that's about it. Yeah, but then he like kills the snake with it, and everyone's like, Whoa, looks like the training's paying off." And it's like, I oh,
2: guess he, he just
0: bopped it on the head with the stick. No, yeah, <laughs> good job, Tim. Bad snake. <laughs> uh, but then he he does make his he find he finally makes his move. Uh with the guy from Star Labs, they have a yeah. little make out sesh um confirming the Yeah, that he forementioned, yeah. Yeah. Which
1: in is cool. in,
0: I mean, in yeah. some
1: iterations he's full like he's not full, but like he's gay in some iterations, he's bisexual in some iterations. Mm. Um and then in some iterations they just don't touch on his sexuality. But it's cool that they're not shying away from that source material because yeah. it gives his character depth and it's mm-hmm. really great. Plus also representation is awesome. Um But yeah. They've been hinting at it since the first episode of the season. It's just cool that they're that they're not just hinting that they're actually like allowing the character to be who they are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then all this seems like it was pretty much for nothing because uh, Sebastian ends
0: up getting taken by the cult anyways. Yeah. I but mean, he was trying to... It was In a heroic moment, he does save uh, Coriander and Rachel um, from Mother Mayhem, who shows up to, like, kill them, and he kind of, like, throws himself in front of them. And he's like, thank you guys for, like being so nice to me and saving me, but I can't let her kill you. And then he says the words that they want him to say. uh, And it ends with him like becoming a bad guy. I mean, the, the prophecy being fulfilled, like he's yeah, he's, I don't know if he's possessed or whatever it is, but he's not a good guy anymore, unfortunately. So, yeah. That's how the episode ends. Yes. Yes, it is. So, I don't know. Anyways. um... Well, tell us about that hot sauce you know about. (laughs) Well, I know this guy. Yeah. Anyways. uh, Crybaby Craig's Hot Sauce. (laughs) Fuck
1: it. Did I throw you off? I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, a little bit. It's it's fine. I did it to myself. Uh, Sponsor number two is Crybaby Craig's Hot Sauce. It's a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce. That goes on everything. Uh, Listen up and we'll tell you a little bit more about it.
2: Hey, you nerds. Do you love spice? Supporting small businesses? What about enhancing the flavor of your favorite foods? If you said yes to any of those, our good friends over at Crybaby Craig's have the perfect solution for you. Crybaby Craig's is a pickled habanero and garlic hot sauce that goes perfectly with your favorite foods adding the perfect amount of spice and enhancing the flavor of everything it touches. Started in Minneapolis by Craig back in 2012, Crybaby Craig's has become a Minneapolis and Minnesota staple in the sauce world. So head over to crybabycraigs.com and order yours today. Alright nerds,
1: Uh, so this past Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special Uh, Came out on Disney+. Plus. This is now the second special presentation from Marvel Studios that we've gotten. And uh, we want to talk about it. But first off, spoiler alert. If you haven't watched it yet, go watch it. It's fun. And then come back. It was cute. It was. It was enjoyable. I mean, with that being said... (laughs) nothing really happened you know there's no
0: vil- there's no villain there's no big action scenes uh it's not that kind of a special yeah. um we one of the cool things that we get to see is that the guardians have purchased uh nowhere which is the sentient uh head of something <laughs> of oh, celestial um, and right. Yeah, so, yeah so they're they they bought it from the collector, which means that the collector did not die in Infinity War as we oh, would have thought. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So, which is Benicio del Toro's character, um, aka the brother of Jeff Goldblum's character in uh, the Grandmaster. Yeah, regular. Anyways, uh, so they bought it from from him, and now they are running nowhere. Uh, and they're kind of like rebuilding it, which is kind of cool. Um...
1: And for fans of the Guardians, like from the comics and stuff like that, that is like their ba- the Guardians of the Galaxy's base of operations, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um. So now that's at least part of it now uh, in the MCU, which is pretty cool. Um. And with that, we get Cosmo. The puppy. The puppy. There's uh, a puppy. The Russian dog that was sent into orbit, gets lost in orbit, goes through some cosmic rays, and gets
0: telekinetic powers. Which is cool. Yeah. We get to hear Cosmo talk. Yeah. She is adorable. <laughs> she is. She is so adorable.
1: She's using her telekinesis <laughs> to lift some pieces around like a construction site rocket well, like yells ye- at her yells at her <laughs> and then she growls and then demands treats <laughs> and he gives her milk bones like this this special like we said nothing important to the MCU really happens well there there's a couple of things but like in the overarching there's no big bad there's no it just kind of it's like character development more than anything Mm -hmm.
0: yeah Uh, one of the cooler things is uh mantis uh confirms and if you're a comic fan you kind of already know this but uh that she is star lord aka peter quill's uh sister they have the same dad two different mamas yeah yeah half siblings Which is kind of the driving force of this movie is that she wants to make Peter happy. Uh, He's a little bummed out because Gamora is not there. Uh, It's not the same Gamora that he had fallen in love with, that Gamora is dead. Um, And she's like, well, he's my brother and I know that he's a big fan of this person. That's what we should get him for Christmas. Yeah. At, while she's talking to Drax. And that person is...
1: Kevin Bacon.
0: Kevin Bacon. Kevin we,
1: motherfucking Bacon.
0: We get multiple jokes and references throughout uh, phase three uh, about Peter Quill uh, loving Kevin Bacon in Footloose. And he's like, yeah, he saved a whole town through dance, and that's why... At the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 1, Peter uh, challenges... Um, Ronan. Help me out here. Oh, What is it? Ronan. Ronan uh, to a dance-off. Um, and they make a mention of that in this special, that uh, he saved an entire galaxy by a dance-off because of you, Kevin Bacon. Like It was pretty cool. Uh, Kevin Bacon does play himself. Uh, it's... Very funny.
1: Yeah, and they, <clears throat> Drax and Mantis, and really the entire Guardians, other than Peter Quill, Star Lord. They think that Kevin Bacon is like this wild, worldly, like hero out, outlaw and hero. They don't realize that he's an actor. Yeah, and when. Drax and Mantis find out that he's just an actor they lose their shit
0: because they kidnap him Yeah. that's their Christmas present to Peter Quill is Kevin Bacon so they kidnap him which is a very funny scene we could talk about it uh, but we won't because it'll just take up unnecessary time they kidnap him and they find out that he's an actor and it is fucking hilarious
1: yeah they're Talking about how actors are, like, the lowest yeah, life forms, just, like, are just pathetic.
0: Yeah. Mantis is, like, gagging when she yeah. finds out that he's an actor. <laughs> Trying She's like, not Ooh! to throw up. <laughs> 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 it's fucking uh, funny. It is yeah. really fucking funny. Um, I mean, hilarity
1: ensues throughout the entire thing, but... Uh, I mean, you kind of already said, you know, Mantis is kind of like the heart of the story. hmm Um, because she does feel guilty. Almost that she is related to Peter. Mm-hmm. Because the thing that connects them the deepest is like... Murderous father. Yeah. It's like the thing that has caused him the most trauma in his entire life.
0: She thinks he's going to like reject her. Yeah. Yeah. But it's very touching. Um,
1: And we actually get to see like a more comic book mantis. mm -hmm. Because she is very acrobatic. She can fight really well. She has Mm -hmm. a wild personality. Like Mm -hmm. every other time that we've seen her, she's just kind of been timid, a little ditzy. Mm Mm-hmm. But you know, here she's fierce. She's running and jumping off of things, running on walls.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say like climbing on walls like a like a bug. Beating shit. the shit yeah, out cool. of people. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. It was really enjoyable. <laughs> um the there is a it this is a Christmas special and there is a Christmas song in it. It's called Christmas time. Uh, I did not double check that before I said that. I could be wrong but I'm like 99.9% sure. It's called Christmas Time. Uh, It's a song that Kevin Bacon performs in the show um, and Kevin Bacon is in a band called the Bacon Brothers with himself and his brother. This song is an original song written and performed by Kevin Bacon. Uh, It was kind of cool. I'm not a Christmas person uh, but yeah, that's cool.
1: And there is an alien band. Uh, oh yeah, even at the beginning, <laughs> uh, it's literally the band, the old ninety sevens. They're mm-hmm. just all in prosthetics to look like aliens, and stuff like that. But they literally are a real life folk band. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny because they're they're talking to to Peter, and they're like, "Hey, uh, we're we're trying to learn these human instruments. I think we have the hang of it." And we know that Christmas is coming up, and that's big for people from Earth like you. Uh, but we don't understand Christmas. Can you tell us if we did this right? And they, like, play this entire song where they just shit on Christmas.
0: <laughs> and they take, so like, funny. a very,
1: like... When you think of Christmas, especially nowadays, the the, the pagan ties are not mm-hmm. in any of the traditions, really. Mm-hmm. But they, like, turn the pagan to, like, 15 on a scale of one to 10 and yeah. Peter's like, what? No, this isn't right at all. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then at funny. the end of it, he's
1: like, you guys just learned these instruments. Like, how are you
0: so fucking good? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is bullshit.
1: Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's hilarious.
0: It's funny. Uh, there's kind of a cool scene towards the end of it where they give each other presents and the best I Usually rocket best. gets a present from Nebula and it's Bucky's arm. It, and if you don't get this in the the references in Infinity War, uh, when Rocket first meets Bucky, he goes, How much for the arm? And Bucky goes, It's not for sale. And Rocket goes, Oh, I'll get that arm. <laughs> oh, get that arm. And Nebula gifts Bucky's arm. We don't know how, but she gifted Rocket uh, Bucky's <laughs> arm in this special. So and he literally
1: even up. opens it and he's like Bucky's arm. Like... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's cool. It was really cool. Um yeah, I don't know. The one thing uh... that did bother me was Groot.
0: Yeah. Not not
1: how he sounded, not the little bit of screen time where like he actually acted it out and like had personality. He like cuz he literally like uh uses a, a two-wheel dolly with Kevin Bacon in a box to like Mm -hmm. deliver him as a gift to Peter. And then immediately after that, he's like, Oh, I knew this was a bad idea, but like Uh. through (laughs) his, I am Groot, he just looked like a guy in a suit. The, I was going to say like a really bad CGI Hulk.
0: So for me, what it looked like to me. So in the early, well, all iterations of Groot so far between uh, the first Groot, Guardians of the Galaxy, to Baby Groot, Teenage Groot, blah, 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 has been CGI. 110%. This Groot looked like a person wearing like a bulky like, suit.
1: That might have been where it was. It was like a... It, it like wasn't like... It didn't Valley. look
0: CGI to me. It looked like... A per Like, a person wearing, like, a blocky suit. That's what it looked yeah. like to me. And it just didn't have... I know and that he's, it's not Groot. And he just, still had, like, almost, like, the baby
1: Groot face. Yeah. But was, like,
0: buff. This buff, like, weird body. Yeah. But I, in Infinity yeah, I War and in yeah. Endgame, like,
1: it was... His face was already different. It's, like, his face... Downgraded and then his body got
0: buff. Well, even like the original group wasn't so bulky like that. He was tall and he was more like viney and like you know whatever. Yeah. And this is just like this buff, like blocky, like I don't know. Yeah. It bothered me too. Yeah. You're not alone. (laughs) Go watch this though. Seriously, it's really enjoyable. It's what was the fun. end credit scene again? Oh, fuck, I forgot it. So the end credit scene is uh basically them decorating groot uh like a Christmas tree.
1: yeah, it's just rocking and Cosmo.
0: yeah, it doesn't actually I don't think much of this. there's a couple small things that held a little bit of context, but not much of this will really in in fact uh <laughs> that's not what I meant to say. effect the storyline going forward. A little bit of it, but yeah. not a lot of it. I just think yeah, it's that just...
1: the fact that they're now based out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Cosmo's now a part of it.
0: Mantis and Quill know that they are brother yeah. and sister.
1: And just Mantis's development as a whole yeah. are really probably the only things that actually hold weight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But there's that. <laughs> uh the big thing, well for me the big thing i want to talk about is black adam uh we both watched it last night um surprisingly pretty good yeah. liked it way more than i thought it was going definitely to. definitely did not hate it yeah i would watch this movie again so before we get into this uh spoiler alert uh if you haven't seen it check out check back in but I fucking. I, I, it was an enjoyable movie. I really liked it. Would I put it up there with like Ban of Steel in like Batman vs. Superman, the Schneider cut? Uh, probably not. But I would watch this movie again for sure. Yeah. This is <clears throat> yeah.
1: Cool stuff. It was a lot better than what I expected. <laughs> Mainly because I was going into it, I did not hear a lot of great things.
0: Yeah, so expectations were like maybe down here. So going into it and but being like, the... "Oh, the movie's like here."
1: But also, I mean, when we went or not went, we waited till it was out, like our expectations were also down there for Morbius, and that's kind of where the movie ended.
0: Yeah, stayed, this stayed low.
1: This exceeded expectations.
0: Yeah, it really did. Uh, I think the, and we'll get into, we kind of have like this thing written down here where it's like pros and cons of the movie. Yeah. Um, But before we get there, there's some, there's a couple things that we really want to talk about. One of the things that I really enjoyed was uh, Hawkman. I In every iteration of Hawkman, whether it's comic books, cartoons, uh, Smallville TV, I shouldn't have called Smallville particularly, but TV, uh, he's been white, uh, which doesn't really make sense because Hawkman is from Egypt. So in this movie, he's black, and it's like, finally, (laughs) you're starting to get it, Hollywood. (laughs) Uh, So that was kind of cool. Um, i I really liked that um I know you would liked um dr fate dr fate
1: yeah I mean first off Pierce Brosnan mm-hmm. is a silver fox
2: mm.
1: like yes he was James Bond at one point in time didn't hate him as James Bond but, but. this and this is gonna sound. Little out there, but this dude has aged so well and oh, he yeah. played the hell out of this role.
0: Yeah, it was cool. I really enjoyed he has it. He was the
1: right amount of like class and sass,
0: just like James Bond,
2: but better.
0: <laughs> oh, it was good. I really enjoyed it. Um, his, his performance was great, uh, the costume was great. We'll get into that later, too. Um, Adam Smasher uh he was very much the comic relief in this movie And he did he did a good job. I laughed he,
1: at He he was like the second generation Adam Smasher uh yeah. for the Justice Society which is fun. Uh, cuz
0: he wasn't the Adam. He was Adam Smasher.
1: Right. Yeah. Cuz uh his uncle was
0: the Adam. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, it was cool. And it was Henry Winkler. Henry Winkler. Yeah. Very Eey. short scene. Yeah. yeah. It was like a, a FaceTime <laughs> video where he's like, does the suit fit?
1: Careful. Yeah. It's vintage. <laughs> and then he elbowed the jukebox in the background. He kicks it, <coughs> actually. But. I thought sometimes he elbowed it. I thought it was a the bit. a funs?
0: Yeah. No, he kicks it. Every time? With his back, he, like, back foot kicks it, like, he turns his back to it and kicks it with his heel, and then goes... Uh, Trust me, man. My mom used to I, think I believe that you. And I, was like, <laughs> I No, I've watched plenty
1: of uh, Happy Days in my...
0: These Happy Days are... Anyways, anyways, yeah. sorry. It hits sorry. so good, though. <laughs>
1: uh, and then also, like, Cyclone was cool. Like, out of the people from the Justice Society that were involved in this, I hate to say it. I feel like her character when it comes to superpowers wasn't as
0: necessary or new. It would have been it would have been cooler to see Stargirl make it onto the big screen. That would've, that been, cool. would've been cool. I did yeah.
1: appreciate though, because she uh Cyclone is just very intelligent that she was also the one that like provided like medical assistance mm-hmm. to the non-supers. Mm-hmm. I think that's why she was there uh, more than anything. Yeah. Even though when she uses her powers, cinematically speaking, it was, I thought it was impressive. You had some yeah. uh, morbid Time flashbacks. <laughs> uh, it was
0: a little stre- like streaky. Like the colors she was wearing was like, whoosh, and then it was like a, blue or green streak and it was yeah, whatever. Just made you I did, I get, made you think not, of... talking shit, I'm not shitting on the movie. It was good. Really enjoyed it. Go watch it. Um one of the there so I had the I had this thing. Uh, it, it's not a big deal. It doesn't change the plot. It doesn't ruin anything for anybody. I just it was something that I I noticed and I thought it was interesting. I talked to you about it off camera. Uh, yeah. but uh Shazam is an acronym uh, for all of the gods' powers that Shazam possesses. Uh, Shazam is Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. those are the gods that he has the power of uh, again Shazam uh, which is all I think pretty all Greek gods uh. But the bad guy, the bigger, bigger Jaws, which we'll get to later in this as well, <laughs> uh, is Sabac, which is S-A-B-B-A-C. Uh, and it is also an acronym for all of the demons that give the villain uh, his powers, which is Satan. Uh, you might have to help me with pronunciation on some of these. I know you corrected me a couple times. Uh, you go for it. Uh, it's Satan... Uh I think it's Iam, uh
1: Belial, uh Beelzebub, Amodius, and
0: I think it's Crites or Crates. So, something like that. Which are and what I thought was interesting about it is that uh Shazam's powers come from Greek gods while um Sabacc's powers come from Christian like, Judeo Christian um demons. Yeah. Which would then make it uh that all religions in the DC universe are candid? Can't candid? Canon candid? Canon. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> is it it's just interesting. It, like I said, doesn't do anything for the movie or take anything away from the movie. It was just an interesting thing that I noticed and that is worth mentioning. It is super interesting.
1: Um least for me, because I didn't know that until
0: (laughs) today. (laughs) That they were acronyms for their name? I never
1: understood that, because... Because we even see in the Black Adam film, like, for him to turn off his powers, I guess. Like, he also says Shazam. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... I didn't understand why that was, but once you explained that, I was like, okay, that makes more sense. And then you explained Mm. that to me, which is, which is really cool Mm. Um, and very fascinating. But let's get into our pros and cons.
0: Pros and cons. let's start with what we liked about the movie. You start. And
1: this pro list may seem shorter than our cons list. That's just who we are. We still both really enjoyed this movie.
0: He enjoyed it. And and one of the things that Chad and I said off camera while we were writing this episode up is that uh I I don't it's the critic in us. It's not that we hate or dislike these movies, it's that we're we're fans and so we criticize these movies like up and down I mean that's just what we do. Yeah. So if we sound like we're talking shit, we're not. There are movies, Morbius, <laughs> that we do talk shit about. <coughs> it's uh, <Mormon> <laughs> Um This one, we have a pros and cons list. And while our cons list may be a little wider than the... Or longer than the... Girthy? Or longer? Uh, <laughs> well, the cons list not, might seem chodier. Uh, <laughs> it does not take away from the fact that we loved this movie and we highly suggest you guys go watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Go and ahead. We
1: were both very surprised at how much we both enjoyed this movie. I like
0: I texted you. I was like, holy shit. I was like, "Yo, are you watching this? Like it's really good." And you're like, "Yeah, I already watched it. It was way better than I thought it was." <laughs> like we both really enjoyed the movie. So
1: So first and foremost, I mean, this was visually a stunning movie to watch.
0: Yeah. The cinematography reminded me very much of uh Man of Steel Henry yeah. Cavill first DC movie in this like whole shared universe that they've been trying to trying to get going you out. know uh but it it very much reminded me of that the 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 camera shots were it, it, in action scenes were Just, fantastic and you, you're yeah. more of a camera Especially, I mean, you
1: know,
0: you know better than I do from
1: landscapes to fight sequences to all of it. Like it was visually very pleasing to watch.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, The CGI was really, really well done on point. Yeah, because in I mean, even for big budget films like this. When there's so much CGI going on, a lot of times it either gets to be too much to where Mm -hmm. you're like, okay, we get it. Or it just looks poorly done because there's so much of it going on. I think that this was done really well from front to back. Um, Yeah. Like like we said, the action sequences, I think...
0: Were fire. They were so (sighs) good. I, one of the, hands down, one of the best things I will say about this movie was the action scenes were so well done. Like the fight scenes, the destruction, the like ability to make them moving so as fast as they were fighting each other and not like losing focus on what was actually happening. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, like, I was, you know, I have horrible eyes, but, like, being able to focus on a fight between people and not be, like, holy shit, I I cannot fucking, like, and, you know, like, I love the Transformers movies, but when I was watching Transformers movies, I would constantly, like, rub my eyes and, like, try to refocus because there was so much happening that, like, you couldn't really, like, focus on like what was supposed to be happening yeah and they did a really good job of like centering it and there wasn't a lot of like outside bullshit happening it was just like this is what's happening yeah you know i it was easy for me to focus on it Shh. long story
1: short <laughs> no and i I, th- great. I think it's because they did they did use a a good amount of normal pace so you can mm-hmm. see how fast things are moving, and slow motion. There yeah. was a few points in time where I was like, "This slow motion is getting to be over the top." It's a little Sparta, but it, it still looked. That's what it was. Yeah, it was a little Sparta,
0: but it th- looked good. I think one of my one of my favorite things or similarities was, and this is what I was talking about, where it reminded me of Man of Steel a little bit. When at the end of uh, Man of Steel, when Henry Cavill and Zod are fighting each other and they're flying between buildings and shit, it was very similar to Dwayne uh, when he's looking for the kid and he's flying between buildings and like trying to find him. It just reminded me of that. And it was peak fucking like cinematography. I loved it. Yeah, that was very, very cool. You did a great job on that movie whoever made the movie good job <laughs> dwayne from a guy who sits in an office in a very small house <laughs> you're welcome dwayne <laughs> oh, oh man
1: um, top, the acting itself was pretty good as well a i lot was of, a little worried about the acting a lot of people criticized the acting i don't think that the acting had any issues there was some cheesy dialogue Di- dialogue issues. some broken dialogue but the acting itself, I mean, you believed each character's motives from how mm. they
0: acted Again, I think and think everything. I think the two people that we mentioned earlier maybe stole the show for me. No offense to Dwayne Rock johnson but I thought Dr. Fate and Hawkman kind of stole it for me. I thought they were both both? Uh, both? both, yeah. <laughs> I thought they were both like, really well-done characters. I liked, personally, that Hawkman, like, even though he knew he wasn't a match for Black Adam, he just kept, like, hey, man, like, if you don't want to, like, go by what we're telling you to go by, like, I'm gonna fuck you up. And Black Adam's like, yeah, okay. And then, of course, Black Adam would whip his ass every time. But he kept, like, he just it was very persistent and like, I don't care if you can beat me, I'm gonna fight you almost like he so,
1: can do this all day,
0: yeah <laughs> yes i I thought it was i i thought his character was done really well again like I mentioned earlier i'm I'm happy that he was finally you know African since he's from egypt uh which made sense to me uh um, yeah he was done well yeah I, the the characters' the like you said the acting it was all fucking peak.
1: This, this plus good. the costumes across the board yeah. were phenomenal. Yeah. And there was a twist. There was a little twist.
0: There was a little twist. Go ahead. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. You go. Uh, I I feel <clears> like I <throat> steamrolled. I got I was very excited about like how good this movie was. I kinda like no, to it's use totally your word, fine. I steamrolled. So yeah, you go. Uh, twist. You know, so we're kind
1: of led to believe through the flashbacks that, and even a couple of things that happen in the, the modern time uh, mm-hmm. that the movie has actually taken place is that uh, black Adam or what they call him throughout That's... most of the, the films, Teth Adam is that he was the, the slave child that was killed or supposed to be killed uh, for trying to start a revolution against mm-hmm. the, the slave owners back in BC times. Um, and it turns out that it really wasn't him. It was, well, that, that child was the one that was originally named champion by the, the wizards and given the powers. Mm-hmm. But then the, the child sacrifice himself and gave the powers to his father so that his father wouldn't die
0: mm-hmm.
1: it was uh and they alluded to it in the trailer but throughout most of the film you don't know it doesn't tie that in at all so you think mm-hmm. that maybe the trailer did that as kind of like a, a plot point to throw you off on what the story would be I'm we know that marvel does that all the time mm-hmm. tons of movies do that where they add stuff to the trailer where it doesn't actually happen in the film
0: Mm
1: -hmm. yeah so it was kind of cool to see that you know that the champion that everyone you know excuse me heard like uh the the tales of the legends of and who is actually there are not the same person
0: yeah and to add to that there's a statue of who in this like city town they have a giant statue of uh, what you think to be Black Adam the whole time Uh, and they built that statue based on the fact that they thought he was a champion and then you find out at the end uh, that Black Adam was not a champion he was a vengeful piece of shit that got the power from his son who was murdered in front of him and he was not a good person. He was like, "Hey, you know what?" You well, in the, my kid.
1: the statue, because we see him a couple times throughout the film, staring Talking at the statue. Talking to the statue, yeah. That, it's of his that son. That was not of him. his son, who was mm-hmm. the actual champion.
0: Yeah. So that they, that was kind of a cool twist. Yeah, I think uh, I didn't see it coming, and yeah. I'm usually pretty yeah. good at like spotting this kind of shit. But yeah, it was it was it was it was good. Um,
1: That being said, (laughs) let's let's get into our cons.
0: Let's talk some shit.
1: Well, we already mentioned it, but there was some issues with dialogue. Some cheesy, cheesy stuff going on. Yeah, some not so... And just not even just cheesy, just some of the dialogue was either so forced
0: or just poorly written. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there's kind of a lot of it, not a, not like a ton, like an overwhelming amount, but there's a lot of it. Um, one of the bigger things for me, <laughs> uh, we've Chad and I have fucking broken recorded this thing over and over again with superhero movies. It was bigger jaws. Yeah, this movie is bigger jaws. Um, Black Adam is the bad guy, and then we have the JLA the good guys, and they're like, oh, no, there's a bigger bad guy. We have to team up and work together to beat the bigger bad guy. Bigger jazz. This is... fucking annoying. (laughs) It's just been done over and over and over again. It's... Yeah, Yeah, it's a terrible
1: trope that is just there in so many films. In Mm. a lot of good movies. I mean, this is one. I mean this one being one
0: of the good movies this like, was like
1: again liter- that was also the entire fucking point of Captain America Civil War
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean Bigger Jaws Jaws 4 the bigger Jaws I mean mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's it's done over and over and over again Uh you even said that they could have broken up those two stories
0: mm. into two mm-hmm. different
1: movies yeah
0: I don't think that... Okay, I'm going to go off a little bit here. Bear with me. So, my uh, a pet peeve that I had with this is that they bring in Sabak in this movie, which could have easily been a bad guy for Black Adam 2 or another DC film including Shazam and Black Adam, Superman, whatever, down the road. Uh, what they did was they brought in... They just they bigger jaws, so they brought in the J the JLA, which is the JSA, but yeah, a uh, JSA. Sorry, the Justice Society of America, uh, and they and Black Adam fight each other, and then and then Sebak off to the side, like comes up and is like, "Oh, I'm bigger, better," blah blah blah, bigger jaws, and they're like, "Oh no, we have to work together to beat this guy." They should have, especially this is what. Chad and I have been beating into each other's heads, beating into our listeners' heads, is that we do not like when they take a bad guy and try to make them likable. It is so fucking annoying. If you're going to make a villain movie, make a villain movie. Make the villain the bad guy. If you want to make the villain win, make the villain win. They should have taken this movie and done Black Adam versus the JSA, And had Black Adam defeat the JSA. That's what they should have done for movie number one and then split Savak. They could have introduced the, like, they could have used the crown and all that bullshit, but not introduced that or left it as like a cliffhanger for movie number two. That's what they should have done. And they should have made Black Adam a ruthless killer. And, like, Like they should have even had him maybe kill one of, the JSA. What they did instead is like, we want to make this guy likable, and then it won't make any fucking sense when Superman or Shazam, the good guys that you guys have been building up, have to fight him, because then you're like, wait a second, why are the good guys fighting the other good guy? It's fucking stupid. He's a bad guy. He's a villain. Yeah. Pisses me off. (laughs) 100%. We also got a lot of rip-offs. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is rough. I texted you while I was watching it, and I was like, yo, did you notice this?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, we even we even added one earlier that we did not write down about Hawkman, about not stepping down from the fight, the, oh, I can do this all day. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Captain America. Literally, when Hawkman gets into uh, the X-Jet, Uh, at the X-Men Manor uh, at Xavier School for the Gifted and leaves through the courtyard to fly off, 100%, it was an X-Men film, uh, Mm -hmm. or an X-Men scene.
0: I mean, if you guys remember in X-Men, I mean, the first and second, third movie, the X-Jet comes out of the basketball court. In the background is the school... The Xavier's School for Gifted gifted Youngsters, youngsters. (laughs) and literally, if you had showed me this scene without context, had I not seen Black Adam, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember that from X Men." Yeah, it's yeah,
1: ripped off directly ripped off. Yeah. Also, Black Panther on on a couple of levels. One, I mean you. Well, he's flying in a jet made out of some otherworldly material that is indestructible until they just destroy it later in the movie. Um <laughs> which that's just bad writing. But you meant, you pointed something out to me about like when he's uh when uh oh my god. Uh Hall What's his first name? Oh, Carter Hall. Carter, thank you. I wanted to say Carl, and I was like, "That's not right." Uh, <clears throat> but I mean, you you said that it reminded you very much of Black Panther.
0: Mm-hmm. Explain. Well, they had it. The haircut, the the facial hair, everything, and whatever. Like I get it. Like everybody has haircuts and facial hair, but they put him in a very Black Panther, like, I don't know what it's called, so I don't want to, like, offend anybody, but it is a very, like, African looking, like, top, like, robe, yeah, like, top, like, jacket, Uh, and then when he, like, walks off stage, they play, like, a very, like, reminiscent Black Panther, like, rap song, kind of, like, upbeat, like, and I was like, did they really just really like yeah. right as at with the release of Black Panther two? I was like, that's like a spitting in someone's eye kind of. I felt like
1: uh, plus I, also the what what do they call the the mineral or the gem that can only be oh found? Oh god!
0: And what is it called?
1: Uh, I don't remember. It's like, like ever it it itirium or something like that.
0: Uh, yeah, eternium or something like that. Yeah. it's like a. A metal or a A, a, a mineral element. or metal yeah, that, that is can only, only be, be found. Yeah, you do it. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I'm just
1: talking over you. I'm sorry. No, uh,
0: we are talking over each other. You go, you go. But
1: it can only be found in this one place on Earth, and it holds untold possibilities to the point where there's insane technology that uses this mineral as its power source. It's fucking vibranium. Yeah. They're just ripping off <clears throat> fucking
0: Black Panther. It's
1: ah. <laughs> also super annoying. We get some Thanos snap Infinity War esque deaths where just people just like turn to dust, in mm-hmm. mineralize away into mm-hmm. the world. I mean, we already know that uh, Doctor Fate and Doctor Strange share a lot of similarities. Yeah, um, but. but
0: specifically
1: that scene yeah where he makes like a thousand of himself yeah to to he fight like, mephisto i mean sebac
0: <laughs> he literally duplicates himself to the t when dr strange duplicates himself to fight thanos okay. uh dr fate does the exact same thing to fight back And it was just like And uses um, like the
1: mirror dimension to like hold people back yeah. and cast spells to like change the scenery. It's <clears throat> we know obviously because these two comic universes have existed side by side for so long, there's obviously similarities. Mm-hmm. Especially when like Jack Kirby, who worked on both sides of the lines, yeah. like we know that those things are. I mean, Jack Kirby helped create Black Adam. Like we mm. obviously, there's going to be similarities across the board. But in film, how closely they tried to replicate what the MCU has already done, mm. it was a
0: bit much. Be original. Be original. Yeah. U G L Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. You, you, you ugly Anyways uh, We gotta speed this up a little bit Yeah but, sorry uh, The kid and his mom In this movie They're the driving force for Black Adam To be good um, But they're really Fucking pointless Yeah And you, and you particularly liked his Skateboarding skills Fuck
1: so the first the opening scene of like the modern era that the film actually takes place and the kid is riding a skateboard through the streets cool whatever his skateboard follows him everywhere to the point where he in their apartment building that they live in he'll ride his skateboard down the hall walk down a flight of stairs get on a skateboard Ride it for twenty feet, get off of it, walk down the next flight of stairs, get back on. It. It's just like, why? He also yeah. uses it as like a, uh, like a, a zip line t- thing. Like if you don't have the balance, like kid's gonna fucking smack. His... Has he done that before? <laughs> Probably not. Also, his idea of stealth was to like bodyboard on his skateboard, and then was immediately like found, and then he like carried his skateboard. And then when he goes to, like, radicalize other people for the unneeded zombie horde that also happened at the end of this movie, he comes riding around the corner. He's like, hey, mom. While he's skateboarding, he's like, eh. And then, like, people are following him. What's this? Oh, yeah, rock Aware. Yeah. Uh,
0: (laughs) But, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's super stupid. And they just didn't need... This movie was so only... good. They
1: didn't yeah. need all these little, yeah, things. If you want to have the kid skateboard for like parts where it makes sense, cool. He's a teenage kid. He likes comic books. He probably obviously skateboards. Mm. The one thing that I did like because he obviously it was a huge like superhero fan was that it very apparently whenever Black Adam was the direct cause of, like, a part of his room being damaged, it was always Superman. Mm -hmm. Like, he zaps Superman's face off of a poster. Punches punches through through Superman's
0: chest. Yeah. Yeah, in a door, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: thought that was funny. It was a bit on the nose, but it was funny.
0: Probably some foreshadowing.
1: Yeah, because we did get uh, an end credit scene of Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Henry Cavill.
0: Playing it himself,
1: it was yeah. just Henry Cavill. No, I'm just, just kidding. Henry Cavill,
0: and he's like, "All right, son, <laughs> you're getting to be a bit much, isn't it?
1: <laughs> In it?
0: <coughs> Sorry, that's my bullet train reference. It's a suitcase, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, fucking end credit scene. Henry Cavill back as Superman. Uh. Yeah, it was fantastic.
1: I know that we spent a lot of this bit talking shit. Go watch this good. movie. Yeah, yeah. Go it watch it. It is a fun fucking movie. There was just some unnecessary tropes that were added, and some blatant ripoffs. Mm-hmm. But the movie itself was very good.
0: All right, we are going to close out this episode, but before we do. We do have some honorable mentions. Chadley, what did you watch? So, firstly, uh,
1: I watched Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. The whole uh, thing? Yeah, all six episodes.
0: Oh, you did? You watched all, yeah, of, it? Watched oh, all of Yeah, I watched all six
1: of it. Yeah. I started it last Monday, uh, and I watched a couple episodes a night. Really, really enjoyable. Uh, it's really interesting it's really fascinating and it just gave me a a bigger appreciation for chris hemsworth as well and also like it's interesting that even though we see actors like him that are like peak health Mm -hmm. like a lot of the things that he did in the show like really tested like his strength and stuff like that like there's a difference between like looking like a movie star and having like functional muscles.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, fun fact about that show is, uh, he did that while he was recording or filming, uh, Thor love and thunder. And Disney was like, Hey man, uh, or he was supposed to, sorry. He was supposed to film that during the same time. And they were like, Hey man, you can't do this while you're filming for Thor Love and Thunder because you're possibly going to die. And if you die, we can't finish our film. So Not entirely true.
1: Uh he uh I mean, yes, they made him stop, but it was because he hurt himself while doing this show and they're like <laughs> you're going to have to stop. <laughs> yeah <laughs> because it's you stupid. have to be able to film the the movie yeah so yeah he uh like really hurt his ankle training for I, he like tore a ligament or something like that or nice whatever but yeah so along those same lines you know but then uh also i watched the first
0: episode of wednesday on netflix wait we both watched the first episode of Wednesday on Netflix. Yeah. Also this morning, <laughs> yeah, coincidentally. <clears throat> <laughs> I really liked it uh, so far. Yeah, I, I, uh, what's her name? Uh, Ortega. Yeah, Jenna um, Ortega. Jenna Ortega. Yeah. Uh yeah. Killed she... the role. And I love that they put Christina Ricci in the show. Yeah. So, uh, which was the original. Wednesday Adams for you youngsters. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it. I'm excited to watch more of it. Yeah, it's dark. It. I think. I feel like they're kind of doing like a, kind of how they did the, uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch when they kind of brought it back, and they're making it like a murder mystery kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like they're kind of piggybacking on that, but. I thought Sabrina was pretty good. So, yeah,
1: I yeah. I didn't watch the the reboot, but I know that it's more in line with what like
0: the the comics. It was definitely not a sitcom. Yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of demonic and
1: yeah, it actually takes place in the same like comic universe as like, Archie. Archie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is so weird to me. It's like the neighboring town,
0: but yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> what about you? What else did you, what did you watch besides Wednesday? We watched Smile, which is a horror film. Um, it was it's was okay. It was it it uh it is as talking about these copycat kind of things it was uh it was very much if you've seen a horror movie called it follows, which is basically like a ghost s t d basic i mean realistically yeah. if you have sex with somebody, you pass this ghost on to that person uh this was very much like that only it was uh if you kill yourself in a morbid way, this ghost would then whoever witnessed you kill yourself, the ghost would then follow you and torment you until you killed yourself in front of somebody else. Uh, it was a very unoriginal... I thought It Follows was a very original film. This was... They kind of stole that. It, it was the same movie. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I I did not really care for it. The funny thing about the movie is we watched it, and then we watched the Guardians of the Galaxy... Um, Christmas special right after and my girlfriend Nicole was uh, like I feel like I know that girl from somewhere and she looked it up and it turns out that the girl in the main character <coughs> in um, Smile is Kevin Bacon's daughter which is hilarious because then we watched <laughs> the Guardians of the Galaxy special and they kidnapped kid Kevin Bacon so that was kind of funny but uh I would not suggest this movie. I think it was pretty dumb, so
1: well, that's a bummer.
0: <laughs> well,
1: if I mean, I think Jake and I both agree that we would recommend you following us on social medias uh and might be going on a stretch, but like recommend you you support us uh with your money as well um No, you obviously don't have to, but if you wanted to... Yes, you do.
0: Give us your fucking money.
1: (laughs) We do have uh, our merch store up. We'll have some uh, artist-exclusive merch coming out soon, uh, because we're funny, damn it. Uh,
0: We're funny, damn it.
1: We are. Uh, And also, if you wanted to give on a monthly basis, we have... uh, membership site through buymeacoffee.com. It's buymeacoffee.com slash all things nerd. It's a great way to support us on a monthly basis. We don't pocket anything. Everything that we get goes right back into the show, into bigger and better merch, bigger and better giveaways, all of that. So it's a great way to support us. If you don't want to give us our money, give us our money. Well, how entitled of me. Uh, If you don't want to give us your money, we definitely get that. But if you like our show you like what we're doing you just think that jake and i are cute uh you know like subscribe share uh our social medias the show things like that it really does help us out uh and i mean with that being said
0: Nah, i don't have anything left other than this well then finish it out (laughs) with that being said this is the all things nerd podcast